the eighth day of the month. By the tender mercy of our God, the dawn from on high will break upon us to give light to those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet into the way of peace. Luke 1, verses 78 through 79. Christ is our peace. Ephesians 2, verse 14. Today we consider peace as a fruit of the Spirit. When the scriptures speak of peace, they intend us to understand more than the absence of enmity or hostility. The Hebrew word translated peace is shalom. Shalom means wholeness, the perfecting of all that is broken or incomplete. It points to reconciliation and restitution. Peace in this sense is far more than the absence of conflict or confusion. Ultimately, it is the restoration of God's original intention in creation, the overcoming of sin and all resulting disruptions. On this day, it is well to ask, how strong is my sense of having been made whole by God? How can I spread God's wholeness all around me? How can I help to communicate to others the wholeness God intends for all of us? How can I nurture within myself the conviction that in the end God will bring shalom to the whole created order so that there will be a new heaven and a new earth? Opening Prayer Most holy and undivided Trinity, within the complexity of your being there is unity, yet from that unity flows forth diversity and all taken together is wholeness. Share with us this mystery of your divine life, that we, despite our differences, may not be at odds, competing for power, struggling for prestige, but rather may be at peace, whole as you are whole, conscientious trustees of your reconciling love. Blessed are you in whose image we are made. Amen. Psalm 121. I look up to the mountains. Does my strength come from the mountains? No. My strength comes from God, who made heaven and earth and mountains. He won't let you stumble. Your guardian God won't fall asleep. Not on your life. Israel's guardian will never doze or sleep. God's your guardian, right at your side to protect you, shielding you from sunstroke, sheltering you from moonstroke. God guards you from every evil. He guards your very life. He guards you when you leave and when you return. He guards you now. He guards you always. From the book of Judges, chapter 7, verses 1 through 18. Then Jerubel, that is Gideon, and all the people who were with him rose early and camped beside the spring of Herod. And the camp of Midian was on the north side of them by the hill of Morah in the valley. The Lord said to Gideon, The people who are with you are too many for me to give Midian into their hands, for Israel would become boastful, saying, My own power has delivered me. Now therefore come, proclaim in the hearing of the people, saying, Whoever is afraid and trembling, let him return and depart from Mount Gilead. So twenty-two thousand people returned, but ten thousand remained. Then the Lord said to Gideon, the people are still too many. Bring them down to the water, and I will test them for you there. Therefore it shall be that he of whom I say to you, This one shall go with you, he shall go with you. But every one of whom I say to you, This one shall not go with you, he shall not go. 
So he brought the people down to the water, and the Lord said to Gideon, You shall separate everyone who laps the water with his tongue as a dog laps, as well as everyone who kneels to drink. Now the number of those who lapped put their hand to their mouth was three hundred men, but all the rest of the people kneeled to drink water. The Lord said to Gideon, I'll deliver you with the three hundred men who lapped, and will give the Midianites into your hands. So let all the other people go, each man to his own home. So the three hundred men took the people's provisions and their trumpets into their hands, and Gideon sent all the other men of Israel, each to his tent, but retained the three hundred men, and the camp of Midian was below him in the valley. Now the same night it came about that the Lord said to him, Arise, go down against the camp, for I have given it into your hands. But if you are afraid to go down, go with Purah, your servant, down to the camp, and you will hear what they say, and afterward your hands will be strengthened that you may go down against the camp. So he went with Purah, his servant, down to the outpost of the army that was in the camp. Now the Midianites and the Amalekites and all the sons of the east were lying in the valley as numerous as locusts, and their camels were without number, as numerous as the sands on the seashore. When Gideon came, behold, a man was relating a dream to his friend, and he said, Behold, I had a dream. A loaf of barley bread was tumbling into the camp of Midian, and it came to the tent and struck it so that it fell and turned it upside down so that by the tent lay flat. His friend replied, This is nothing less than the sword of Gideon, the son of Joash, a man of Israel. God has given Midian and all the camp into his hand. When Gideon heard the account of the dream and its interpretation, he bowed and worshipped. He returned to the camp of Israel and said, Arise, for the Lord has given the camp of Midian into your hands. He divided the three hundred men into three companies, and he put trumpets and empty pitchers into the hands of all of them, with torches inside the pitchers. He said to them, Look at me, and do likewise. And behold, when I come to the outskirts of the camp, do as I do. When I and all who are with me blow the trumpet, then you will also blow the trumpets all around the camp and say, For the Lord and for Gideon. From the book of Acts, chapter 3, verses 1 through 11. Now Peter and John were going up to the temple at the ninth hour, the hour of prayer, and a man who had been lame from his mother's womb was being carried along, whom they used to set down every day at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, in order to beg alms of those who are entering the temple. When he saw Peter and John about to go into the temple, he began asking to receive alms. But Peter, along with John, fixed his gaze on him and said, Look at us. And he began to give them his attention, expecting to receive something from them. But Peter said to I do not possess silver and gold, but what I do have I give to you. In the name of Jesus Christ the Nazarene, walk. And seizing him by the right hand, he raised him up, and immediately his feet and his ankles were strengthened. With a leap he stood upright and began to walk, and he entered the temple with them, walking and leaping and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God, and they were taking note of him as being the one who used to sit at the beautiful gate of the temple to beg alms, and they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. While he was clinging to Peter and John, all the people ran together to them at the so-called portico of Solomon, fill of amazement. From the Gospel of John, the first chapter, verses 19 through 28. This is the testimony of John, when the Jews sent to him priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, Who are you? 
And he confessed and did not deny, but confessed, I am not the Christ. They asked him, What then? Are you Elijah? And he said, I am not. Are you the prophet? And he answered, No. Then they said to him, Who are you? So that we might give an answer to those who sent us. Who do you say about yourself? He said, I am a voice of one crying in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord. As Isaiah the prophet said, Now they had been sent from the Pharisees. They asked him and said to him, Why then are you baptizing, if you are not the Christ, nor Elijah, nor the prophet? John answered them, saying, I baptize in water, but among you stands one whom you do not know. It is he who comes after me, the thong of whom saddle, sandal I am not worthy to untie. These things took place in Bethany beyond the Jordan where John was baptizing. Tuesday's Prayer God, our rock and our salvation, undergird us with your strength, lest we fail because we rely upon ourselves alone. Assist us with your Holy Spirit, that we may abide in your love and trust in your grace. Spread upon us your transforming power. Overpower us with your goodwill and forgiveness, offered to us and to all through Christ our Savior. Amen. the Methodist Handbook of Prayer for 2022. This is written um, by Bishop Sofredo Texera, uh, a Methodist bishop in Portugal. Dear God, accept our love and gratitude for all the blessings received from you. We give you praise for those who answer your call. We give glory to your name for all those risking their lives to preach your good news through words and actions. In the times we're living through, we need you to help overcome our fears and to help others to find you for refuge and strength. We thank you very much for all the people who are able to help those who face difficult times, those who are in need. Thank you for all that is being done to find ways to make peace possible in the world and in the life of each one. Bless us, dear Lord, so that we may be a blessing for others. We thank you very much for all the surprises you have for all of us. May your will be done. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. The Lord's Prayer, Traditional Text Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen.